Hello, I'm Teresa Wilson, president of the Bow Foundation, and I'm here with <clears throat> Angela Livingston, associate director with the Victory Transformation for a spotlight interview as part of the 2020 Oswego County Safe Fair. Hi, Angela. Hi, Teresa. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Um, what is the mission of Victory Transformation? Victory Transformation is about reaching out and touching those that need love and hope, those in our community that are currently struggling for whatever reasons. Um, and we don't want to just help with food or clothing or helping find permanent hope, um, housing, but we also want to help them physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So together they can come in and get some basic critical needs, but it's also a safe place to gather. Nice. Um, Angela, when and how was Victory Transformation formed? It is a nonprofit, correct? It is a nonprofit, and it was the brainchild of Bill and Don Whitaker. Started uh, 2010 in their home, oh, and wow. it has since grown over the last decade. As a matter of fact, we've just purchased a couple of thousand feet at the Vale Haven, but it started out small, and it's just continued to grow because people in the community recognize that there's individuals that need help and help, but uh, we just needed a larger place to do what we do. I know it makes meets a critical need for so many people. How do you pe help the people who come to you with such high needs? One at a time and with patience. Uh, a lot of the people will come in and they're displaced. They need to find a new home or they've recently found themselves in circumstances that they're ready to move out on their own or they've been forced into homelessness. So when they come in, we're able to perhaps if with DSS's help, put them in a transitional, a temporary house, but we give them apartment lists. We can help reach other resources. Victor, um, Victory Transformation is 100% donations. So we don't get a large state grant in order to pay our volunteers and we are all volunteers, but each of us have also been on the other side of the desk and know what it means to need. But we can just help point them in the right direction, advocate on their behalf, maybe make the phone calls, provide a phone, maybe get some of the resources that are already out there to the individuals. They may not have the internet in order to apply for some of these services. Well, that's why we have computers and internet forum. So that's great. Kind of, oh, that's, that's wonderful. That sounds like a lot of varied amount of help and very individualized because everybody's going to be different, have different needs, right? Absolutely. And that, it helps that our volunteers come in that again, we've each experienced these, some of us personally, others of us, we've had family members who've been in similar situations perhaps uh, recovering from drugs and alcohol, you know, and now that they're trying to get into treatment, their family, they can't stay with their family. So each of our volunteers, our volunteers wane. We're looking for some more advocates right now who have the time and the patience to work. But there's so many other places to volunteer here at Victory. It's, we need somebody to help with temperature checks. Um, we have a cafe that will be closing at the end of October only to get ready for our move. But um, our cafe is open from nine to two. Awesome, awesome homemade meals for $2. But then that $2 goes and somebody in need of a meal that doesn't have the money 
for wiping down the tables they're on earn a ticket and your two dollars buys them lunch so that really helps out too so volunteers are needed in every aspect yes tell us about your women's and or men's homes that victory operates we we currently have two emergency housing units our women's house again is going to close at the end of the month um, just in preparation for our move and we currently have a men's house that we've purchased that isn't far from Vail Haven. And we're able to get individuals that are referred through DSS into our home and they can stay there. Typically it's about 35 days and they'll work one-on-one -on -one with an advocate. Well, not just an advocate, our whole entire team. And uh, Dawn not only sought this, but she's still the executive director and she takes a very personal part in all of Victory's operations. So together we can all meet and find this one individual, find out what they need. Maybe it's driver's license, maybe it's, you know, job training, interview training. But while they're in the home for 35 days, we can concentrate and give them individual and concentrated assistance. But we also help the people that are already in the homes, you know. So uh, we certainly were dealing out some toilet paper when there was difficulty <laughs> finding it during, the, you know, um, the quarantine area. But we do have those from generous donors, you know, and we had some extremely generous donors that helped a lot with our purchase of Vail Haven. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, I know it's getting cold out. Can you tell me about warming shelters and what yes. they are and how we <laughs> created one here in Oswego? Uh, the warming shelter, someone from the South, this is a new concept to me too. <laughs> but um, the warming shelter is not a new idea to New York, but it is for Oswego County. And when it gets below 32 degrees with wind chill factor, um, DSS makes a concentrated effort in order to place these people in a warm, secure location so they don't freeze to death. It's dangerous. Yeah. So um, we were paying, uh, us taxpayers were paying to place these people in hotels. And that got extremely, so as a collaboration with DSS and um, our executive director, we do have a facility where we can keep them on cots and it saves the county a lot of money. Our mayor, Billy Barlow, he's also been instrumental in assisting. So we're able to monitor and give these people someplace nice and warm, give them a meal, you know, and keep them safe. But it's also helping make sure that they comply with the no drugs and no alcohol, you know, and our main goal is once we can get them in the door, maybe while they're there, we can help with an application, find them, you know, some other resources, perhaps job training or go back in, to school so we can learn a little bit more about them. But our main goal is to keep them safe and dry during the freezing parts of the y'all's winter. Meeting a wonderful critical need in the area for sure. Thank you. Um, tell me a little bit more about the Valhaven purchase. Um, what are the plans for it? Oh my goodness, it is, excuse my, uh, my service dog is alerting me. There's somebody at the door. <laughs> um, Dale Haven has been a godsend. It really has. As a matter of fact, Dawn had a vision of Vale Haven years ago, and it just so happened we were able to purchase it now, thanks to so many wonderful donors um, and monthly contributions that have been coming in. Uh, what we do hope to do is that the men's house we currently own, we hope to move the women there eventually. And um, there's individual rooms that can be turned into uh, 
where we can put our men. So hopefully we can house even more men instead of only being able to help six or seven people at a time in the men's home, we may be able to increase that. We also hope that with the larger area, we'll have um, you know much more foot traffic uh, for our cafe. And again, all of that money goes right into, it's a labor of love, it doesn't make any money. It's turned right onto meals for our friends and family that, well, once you come into Victory, you are family. You know, it turns out I've adopted two more sons. <laughs> so just, I can't imagine it getting any bigger or better, but it's got to, it's going to. And we also hope to have some other organizations um, having offices, you know, even if it's a temporary office in there where they can come and help. Uh, Fidelis Care has been awesome. They, before the pandemic, they were coming in and setting up a table to bring healthcare to them so that the homeless could come in because not everybody can make it all the way out to wherever the offices are. So we're hoping to extend that as well and more classes, cooking classes and whatnot. Oh, nice. Yes. Sounds great. How exciting. <laughs> and will you keep your current location on West First Street? As far as I understand, um, while uh, Dawn is our, victor our executive director, Victory is run by a board an elected board. Mm -hmm. So um, the board members are still finding out the fine tuning, but from what I understand, um, we're gonna keep that as the warming shelter so that it can be closed down during the day. And then we can concentrate on having victory there um, at the new center. Uh, I think we're hoping to be completely moved by the end of November. We usually have an open house in December uh, the second or third week of December. So it'd be wonderful to have it in our new place. Yeah. Now you said Victory is funded totally by donations. It is. When for DSS with their cooperation, they will pay us for individuals to stay there, which again is so okay. much, saves the taxpayers money than paying for a hotel. Um, but we have uh, individual donors and um, some make uh, once a year large gifts, but we really live on the small monthly donations that come in. Bellhaven, there was a call, there was a prayer out. So we were able to make special requests for that. But every month we have some local churches that support us. And we have individuals, my husband and I have been supporting Victory for years, even before you know we were full-time down there. But the small monthly, just $25 a month, knowing that that's coming in, that buys us our guys bus tickets. They don't have transportation. Um, sometimes it'll help our extra tall or extra big and tall gentlemen get some more clothes that we don't typically have for donations that are coming in. It pays for the pickup trucks so we can deliver furniture or pick up donated furniture. So uh, all of those donations add up. Great. Now, and besides cash donations, what are some small things people can do to help? Besides prayer? <laughs> prayer, that's a number one. Prayer, yes, absolutely. One. Then, fund, then cash donations, and then what would be the third? <laughs> right, right. Um, Keeping us in mind, right now, because of the move, we're not able to bring in any more clothes or furniture okay. donations. Um, all I'm going to have to do is I'd have to turn around and move it right back. So we're not able to take them right now. But we concentrate on working with the adults in the community. So when we take... Um, business clothes for job interviews. That happens to be mine is that if we can dress them up for a job interview, they feel it on the inside and then that eludes on the outside. 
besides furniture and clothes donations, we also provide homeless bags. Um, maybe a better term would be a critical needs bag, a backpack to hold their belongings in, but it'll have the toothpaste, female supplies, um, deodorant, razors, and shaving cream. Uh, it'll have, you know, some snacks, bottled water, the typical stuff that you need, shampoo and conditioner that we all take for granted, you know, and we all keep those little hotel pieces. We don't know why we keep them, but while those are nice and we do get those as donations, um, the larger bottles, you know, they can keep them in this backpack. And then when they're able to shower, they've got something that's theirs. So that helps to keep up those needs. Gloves. We need lots of gloves. Yeah. <laughs> and socks. Sounds like a great project for a community member or a community group to, to, you know, get a few backpacks and fill them up. That would be We awesome. have had um, a Swego Alliance Church has just recently done a blue bag. And we've had a lot of donations from them. Um, I've been, I've put out a call to the Girl Scouts. I could certainly use some help stuffing all the stuff into the bags. No. Again, we're trying desperately not to bring more stuff in while we're moving, but we have a lot of the donations already together in the bags and it's getting them. So another way that people, small way they can help is to volunteer. Not everybody wants to sit behind a desk or answering the phone you know, but we could use people that bring in their meals, you know, to help serve, or if they're interested in um, stuffing some bags or working with the files. But a lot of the time, just coming in and being there, we see the individuals in our community that need help, but oftentimes we're not looking at them. And to know that you can sit there and be heard is powerful, that they care, that they matter. You know, so a lot of that, there's always something to do at Victory, you know, and we literally work for food. We get a free lunch <laughs> and uh, it's incredible, but it's an uplifting experience to know that you did something little that can make a huge difference in somebody else's life. Very nice. And I've heard that some of the lunches are homemade things. A hundred percent. Oh, nice. Granted, I think they, they do buy the bread. You know, but I know over the summer we've had Dawn's tomatoes brought in from the garden. Um, we do have on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have free bakery goods. Thanks to Price Shopper um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we can go get day old bread or bakery goods and bring them in and we have a table for free. And so some people count on that as, you know, their meals. Yeah. So we have we have that and but they come in and. Let's just say I've never had a pierogi and I'm in love with this Northern thing. So, but hundred percent of our meals are homemade. They're made with love too. And often served by the very people who cook them. Our, our uh, cafes open from nine to two while the advocacy office this week, we're doing appointments only. And until we move, we're still trying to work out how to get everything organized and moved and still help the community but typically from about nine to five, there's somebody there that can answer questions or help. Wonderful. Now your move is planned for the month of November? We're hoping, okay. we're hoping. But um, our main goal of course, is to always make sure that our ability to assist others is continuous. Um, but yes, we're hoping to move in November, um, but keep an eye on our Facebook page 
we do say where can we get more information where yeah. can we find more facebook i tell you what i've gotten where I've, I've enjoyed this facebook stuff so facebook they can go to victory transformation on facebook and find out more about us um we also have a website uh victorytransformation.com all right where they can uh, find out more about us they can send us questions or information in the same one. Um, we've got about four or five of us. So typically if there's a message sent in, somebody can get back to them within the day. Again, this time of year, especially even I'm in school right now. So a lot of our uh, advocates, we're having to split our time, not like the summer when we had all day, every day to give to it. So we're working on it, but typically we can get back to somebody within a day or two. And uh, so our Facebook and web, page but right now we are still under the Pontiac Terrace Apartments at 225 West First Street um, like I said typically we take our donations and everything we just have to put a halt on that until October when we have more room but they're always welcome to come in and get a tour we can do that as well thank you so much Angela it's been very educational I've learned a lot myself and I just um, I thought <laughs> <laughs> well Teresa thank you for having us I appreciate this and it's Thank wonderful you. what you guys are doing too. And I'm looking forward to being a part of this day care. Okay. God bless you. Thank you. Bye.